welcome to the Fiercely Faye podcast. I'm your host, Ali Faye, entrepreneur, online coach, and your wellness bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind, shift your perceptions, and be more present. So turn the volume up and put your headphones on. Let's go live life fiercely. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Fiercely Fay. I'm your host, Ali Fay, and in today's episode, we are exploring the power of being unapologetic about what you require from your relationships and how to confidently ask for it. Relationships whether they be romantic or friendships or professional or with your family, relationships are built on a foundation of mutual understanding and respect. Now, many of you might actually resonate with this and with what I'm about to say, but it's honestly been one of the biggest life lessons I've had to learn in my entire life. And I feel that only very recently I've actually been put to the test to practice this in real life. So it's been a journey. So some of you might resonate with this, but we find ourselves hesitating to voice our needs, right? And voice our desires, fearing rejection or being seen as too demanding, right? But let me tell you this, because this has been something that's been so liberating to experience, and I've never experienced this before. I literally only in the last like couple weeks, it is so liberating to own and express your needs unapologetically, and it's the cornerstone of healthy relationships. Guys, it is literally the most liberating feeling just saying out loud, like the minute those words, like you voice your needs and your desires and like whatever you require from that person and from those relationships, the minute that those words leave your lips, it is the most liberating experience ever. It is such a feeling like you have to like feel it to know what I'm talking about. So I wanted to really think about today's episode and I really process this because it's something that I've been going through myself very recently and thinking about it, like in today's fast paced world, setting boundaries and expressing your needs is just not something, it's just not important and it's not something that we're told is a safe thing to do. But on top of that, not a lot of people create that safe space for us to be able to do that, right? Vulnerability here. But it's absolutely necessary and for your emotional well-being to stay intact is absolutely necessary for us to do that. So how can we become these unapologetic people about what we require from our relationships? How can we become that? Firstly, I'm going to tell you guys right off the bat. Okay, 
it is absolutely essential for you to understand and acknowledge what your needs are. And it might take you some time to figure out what that is, right? Especially if you're younger, in your teens, in your 20s, it can be really confusing. We might think we know what we want, and then we grow up a couple years later through different experiences, life experiences, different situations, different relationships. We start to see that, okay, what we thought we needed and wanted, we actually don't. But now there's something else that we need and we want, right? So really take some time for self-reflection to identify what truly matters to you in your relationships, right? Like, have you guys thought about what is important to you out of the friendships that you have with your friends, the people around you, your family members, let alone romantic partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, husband, wives, right? Take some time to reflect on that. What truly matters to you in your relationships? Is it communication? Is it respect? Is it support? Or is it something else entirely different? Right? Once you're clear on your needs, own them. And own them like without reservation. Like own that shit because you deserve it. Because that's you and that's who you are. And those things make you become the best version that you could possibly be, right? So once you're clear on those needs, own them without reservation. Completely own them. Next comes the challenging part. (laughs) I can confidently say this. The challenging part is to confidently articulate your needs, right? And not everybody is great at communication. Not everybody knows how to even take their thoughts, feelings, and expressions in their mind and put them out into words, whether it be verbal or written, right? But at the end of the day, you have to be able to confidently articulate your needs. And this involves effective communication, So like I said, some people are not great communicators. It's going to be if you're one of those people, you feel like you just have such a hard time communicating, then find a way that works for you. If you're not good at texting, jump on the phone. If you're not good on the phone, then maybe write it in a letter, right? Find ways that make you feel good and confident about communicating these things. And expressing yourself like assertively as well. Like respectfully, but also assertively is key here. So what I mean by that is saying like I statements, right? I feel good when this or I require that, right? Use those I statements to really convey how certain behaviors or certain actions make you feel and what you require instead. So let's really talk about overcoming the fear of being perceived as too demanding or too selfish, okay? Because remember, advocating for your needs doesn't make you selfish. I don't know how many times I've been told that in my life by obviously very toxic individuals, but 
really advocating your needs, it doesn't make you selfish, okay? It doesn't make you needy or demanding. It makes you self-aware. Boom, mic drop. (laughs) Okay? I'm going to repeat that for you guys because I really want you guys to process that and like really reflect on that and understand what it means and how it holds true to you, to all of us. Instead of, you know, being in this fear, okay, so really overcoming that fear of being perceived as needy or demanding or selfish, advocating for your needs does not make you needy, demanding, or selfish. It makes you self-aware. And I want you guys to embrace that belief that your needs are valid and worthy of consideration because they are. And if you don't believe that, then you won't feel that. And that's not going to come out in your communication when you're communicating the things that you require. So embrace the belief and truly and genuinely allow yourself to be self-aware. Okay? You need to believe and know and understand that your needs are valid and worthy of consideration. So, you know, what if, because I know we're all thinking this now too, okay? What if the response, so say you communicate your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, what you require, this, that, and the other. Okay. What if the response isn't what you hoped for? Then what? Right? I've been there. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of you guys have been there. It is fucking terrifying. Rejection or disagreement doesn't always invalidate your needs, though. Okay? Rejection or disagreement does not invalidate your needs. And this is so, so crucial to understand that not everyone will meet your requirements. And that's okay. And this is literally a conversation that I had with my girlfriend very recently on the phone. She's going through a breakup. And she actually came down and visited me a few months back too in the fall. And I told her this in person when we went on our little um, morning hike. And I said, even at someone's absolute best, somebody's 100%, they still might not be able to give you what you require. And that doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make them not good enough for you. It doesn't make them, you know, anything less except for that the the place that they're in right now versus where you're at right now, you're both your 100% might not be enough for what you each require from the other. And that's okay. Respectful communication and like negotiation in some cases, really reevaluating the relationship are things that might be necessary in those situations, right? And depending on if you guys are going through a breakup or through a fight or whatever it is, or if this is just like a sit down with your husband and wife 
and you're just saying like, okay, like I have all these things that I need or just they haven't been being met, right? It's not a make it or break it deal necessarily, right? But it might be depending on your relationship and who this person is and what kind of role they have in your life. It might be just a respectful negotiation or respectful conversation with each other, or in some cases, really reevaluating that relationship and that role that it plays in your life. So through my like recent experience that I'm like going through right now, um, you know, I knew right away, I was like, I need to do an episode on this. I need to talk about this. I need to do an episode on it. So to dive deeper into understanding of it all, I had to like sit down with my thoughts and I had to like ask myself a million questions. And one of the things I kept asking myself was like, why do people struggle to ask for what they need in relationships? Why do people struggle to ask for what they need in relationships? And based off of my own personal experiences and those of my close friends and family and just like life over the years, there's one primary reason that kept coming back to me at all ends. And I've already kind of pinpointed it out a little bit earlier, but it's the fear of rejection or the fear of conflict, right? If you guys think about whether it be your your partner or a friend or a family member, think about that right now, okay? Think about something that you've been wanting to say to somebody, but you just haven't had the courage to do it or the confidence to do it, okay? Once you guys have that individual in your mind or that situation in your mind, now I want to invite you into the thoughts of what, is the reasoning behind why you haven't voiced your thoughts or your feelings or your requirements to that individual? Who is this individual? Is it somebody you actually like care about, you love, you respect, you admire? If not, then I don't even know why these people are still in your life and why you're even still thinking about them. But on the other hand, if it is somebody that you care about, how come you haven't voiced your thoughts, feelings, and emotions or your needs and your requirements to them? I want you to think about that. Is it the fear of rejection or the fear of conflict? Right? It's based off of one of those. Conflict is going to be like a fight or flight kind of thing and I think that that's a very toxic, I guess, experience or a situation at the end of the day, unless you can kind of navigate that. But fear of rejection is something that can be worked on. Fear of conflict, depending on who it is and your guys' situation, can also be something that can be worked on if the other person or yourself, if maybe you are the conflict in this, okay? Because not everybody's a great communicator, right? So these things can be worked on. These things can be fixed if both parties want it to be. And 
So thinking about that, right? So primary reason is fear of rejection or fear of conflict. And many, so many individuals are so afraid that, and I was this person too, but so many individuals are so afraid that expressing their needs might cause friction or even lead to the end of the friendship or the relationship, right? How many of you guys have thought about that? This fear, you know, it it often prevents us from voicing how we truly feel or voicing your true desires, right? We try to avoid those things, 100%. It's natural, it's human, human nature. Eventually, as you work on those things more and more and more, by having more conversations, by practicing these things a lot more, you'll slowly get to a place, both parties, you'll slowly get to a place where you can have these conversations without that fear in the back of your mind. And that fear of conflict I know from personal experience that fear of conflict can be absolutely paralyzing, absolutely paralyzing. So when I was reflecting on this episode, obviously my brain brought me down memory lane of the past, you know, violent, domestic, abusive relationships that I've talked to you guys about on here before. And literally so many things clicked. Even like the relationship with my my parents growing up in a military strict household, oh, so many things just like clicked, the dots connected. And I was like, wow, now I understand where this comes from. But my point is that the fear of conflict, even though it can be absolutely paralyzing, it can be absolutely liberating once you've moved past that. Once you've gone through it, it's like you can breathe again, right? So from voicing things to, you know, my parents growing up and being shunned or turned away, from voicing things to my teachers growing up or voicing, you know, my honesty to my friends and previous partners, that fear of rejection and that fear of conflict, it's a very real thing. So don't talk yourself out of it with these terms of like, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve this, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Your feelings are valid, right? And you wanting to voice your needs and what you require out of your relationship is also valid. But the fear behind that, that fear of rejection or fear of conflict or fear of whatever it might be, is even more worthy and valid, okay? And I understand that it can be absolutely paralyzing. It's very real. But once you've practiced that enough, it becomes liberating. So I'm personally, okay, I'm personally, all all of this, I'm processing it myself. And through my own experiences that I'm going through, right now. I'm processing all this. I'm thinking like for this episode, how can I 
basically like how can my listeners build the confidence to express their needs without hesitation? Because like we just said, that fear of rejection, that fear of conflict, it's very real and it can be absolutely paralyzing. So how do we build the confidence to express our needs without hesitation, right? Without reservation. And the first thing that really like came to my mind was that like, okay, well, building confidence starts with building self-worth, right? If you don't have self-worth, then you don't feel, you don't believe that you're worthy of something. When you don't feel that you're worthy of something, there's no confidence behind that, right? So when you have a greater sense of self-worth, you have a greater confidence to back you up. So when you truly value yourself and your needs, it becomes, guys, I'm telling you, it becomes so much easier to communicate them without feeling guilty. Okay, practice assertive communication, the I strategy. Okay, I require this or I like when you do this or I need more of this. I feel good when this. Practice assertive communication. And remember that advocating your needs is not a weakness. Okay, I can't stress that enough. I used to think like if I have all these needs and all these requirements and like things that I like absolutely require for my relationships in order for me to feel good, in order for me to feel, you know, seen, heard, loved, respected, appreciated. If I have all these things, if I voice them, then it makes me weak because it feels like I'm going to be needy or demanding or I'm too much or I require too much right? That fear of rejection. So knowing that you have a sense of self-worth and truly feeling that and believing that, that's where the confidence steps in. Okay? So when you truly value yourself and your needs, it becomes a lot easier to communicate them, especially not feeling guilty about it, okay? It is a strength, it is a huge strength to have that self-awareness and that self-confidence in yourself and being able to say like, hey, this is what I actually need or this is missing or I don't feel, you know, seen, heard or loved and appreciated. Like I require this or I need this to feel this way or to be able to do this for you or whatever it might be. So long, okay, here's another key pointer, so long as you do in a very kind and calm and genuine way, okay? So if you're somebody who has a really hard time communicating, so you get frustrated, you start raising your voice, you're screaming and yelling, that's going to take some time to work on your communication. So maybe write it down on paper, maybe send an email, (laughs) okay? Send a text message that might be a novel, Or just talk on the phone, whatever works for you. Just do it in a very kind, calm, and genuine way. Because self-worth really plays a significant role in how you communicate as well. Okay? But how do you effectively communicate your needs is the key part here for everybody. 
Okay. First and foremost, you got to be really clear and specific about what your needs and requirements and expectations, like what those things are and have a deeper understanding with yourself of like, okay, I know I want these things. I know I require these things, but how do these things make me feel? What does that do for me to be able to give back to them? Right? You got to look at how you show up in the relationship as well. What do you bring to the table? Because if you don't know that, then how can you ask for more? Okay, so be clear and specific on, you know, what your needs and your requirements are and your expectations, but also what you bring to the table in return. And use assertive language, avoid blaming, which I am sometimes terrible at, okay? Avoid blaming or criticizing and just be open to you know, communication and negotiation, compromise sometimes, but do it while staying true to your core requirements, okay? If there's something that's like, okay, it's not a huge need, they feel they can't, like they're at their 100%, they can't fully fulfill that need or that requirement, but for me, it's not like a massive thing, then maybe let that one slide, guys. You know, pick your battles make some compromises, okay? If they are like, okay, well, I'll work better at this, it might mean you have to do better at something else, right? In order for that need or that feeling of a requirement to be fulfilled, that expectation to be fulfilled for you on your side, okay? Sometimes it means negotiating and compromising, but you know, what happens, okay, now that we're on the topic of like negotiation or compromise. So what happens when your needs aren't met? Despite, you know, expressing them clearly, how do you handle that? Because that's a whole other thing here, okay? How do you handle that? This, guys, is where I'm going to get real honest with you guys. This is what I've been really tested on lately myself. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think, I don't feel, I don't believe that there's a one size fits all answer here. If you have expressed your needs and your requirements, your expectations, clearly, concisely, you've gone through communication and compromising, negotiation, trying to figure it out. Okay. You guys have done the work, put it into action, tried to practice, tried to change. What happens if despite all this, your needs aren't met? How do you handle that? I don't feel that there's a one-size-fits answer. I do, however, genuinely feel like this is a very unique and individual understanding. And because... You know, how many times have you talked to a friend? This is a perfect example. How many times have you talked to a friend about a situation and all you get back from that friend is sort of this negative response? They're on your side. (laughs) Like, first and foremost, like, they are on your side. Maybe they're on your side a little too much, right? They're on your side, but it's just not a neutral response or a neutral insight that would help you 
to understand clearly from outside the box. Versus that one friend that you can go to and you can give a very clear communication about your thoughts, your feelings, the situation, etc. But they can give you in return a very non-biased, neutral perspective and understanding so that you can better make a decision without feeling persuaded, I guess, in one way or the other, right? They really give you an outside perspective that's a neutral, coming from a neutral space to help you see both sides. Again, how do we handle it? So what do we do when our needs aren't met? All I can tell you is this. It's absolutely essential to assess and reflect and process the situation objectively. Okay, if your needs consistently go unmet, I think have an open and honest conversation with the other person. And if the relationship at the end of the day doesn't align with your core needs, then it might be time to reassess its importance and its place in your life. I know that sucks, especially if it comes to family or business partner or, you know, just somebody you hold so much love and respect and care so much for and somebody who plays an important role in your life, it's going to get harder to have those conversations and to make those decisions. Okay, but sometimes if it doesn't align with who you are and what you require, no matter what, sometimes it's time to reassess. So before I bring this really like short and sweet episode to an end, I just want to remind you guys of one thing. Okay, to take away from this episode, if you take away anything at all. Being unapologetic about your needs, okay, is not selfish. It is an act of self-respect. You're not needy for wanting more. You're not demanding for wanting different. You're not selfish for wanting what's missing. Okay, so don't be shy from expressing what truly matters to you in your relationships. Because guys, that's the only way that things can have an opportunity to change and to be better and to bloom into something that you want it to be. It's the only way you can work on improving them to be even greater, right? Or knowing when it's time for that relationship to sail off. Okay, to take up less space in your life because that's what's important at the end of the day is what you have to offer just as much as what you have to receive. That's all we have for today's episode. I just want to thank you guys again for tuning in. It feels good to be back. I'm so happy to be here. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode if you got value from it. And remember, embrace your needs without hesitation and confidently ask for what you deserve in your relationships. Until next time, much love. And that wraps up another episode of Fiercely Fae. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and share this podcast with anyone you think would get value from it. And remember, live life fiercely.